Top Shelf Fantasy. All right, we just did our week three recap. And we saw a nice uh, kick return touchdown by Mr. Uh, Devin Duvernay. As we watch uh, the best to ever do it, he's no yeah. James Prochet. But he's no James Prochet. No one's Prochet. So th- yeah, <laughs> Prochet or no way. Shout out, Jackie. <laughs> uh, right now, Kansas City leading uh, Baltimore, 13 to 10. Baltimore's driving. We're all right. Yeah. Do you, are you betting on this game? No, I just said we because I have a, a team that is pretty much all the Ravens. <laughs> um, yeah. So we were just joking around about. Uh, Corey's sports betting issues that he has. This is actually uh, an intervention instead. I'm sorry, Corey. <laughs> it was a brutal week with the 10-team parlay failing, Chargers losing. I got, I'm out of my survivor pool now. Like I'm looking at this as a net $25,000 loss weekend. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, well, good news. The TSF book burners hit three of four. So yeah. um, Not bad for the first that's, week. That's, that's pretty good. So we'll I definitely might, make sure to have another Might call. have to take an easy week off and just bet their lines real quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> To win that money back. (laughs) Get my bankroll back up. Um, All right. Well, Top Shelf Fantasy, uh, topshelffantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf FNTSY. Um, We're going to go through some news. There's not um, a ton of news, which is a good thing. Um, We have Hold'em Fold'em. We have... what else do we have? Buy low, sell high, and uh, stop, stop tugging on my heartstrings. Um, so we'll, we'll run through that. But right, real quick, um, I don't want to say it's the biggest news of the week, but certainly for all of the Bears uh, players, Nick Foles being named the starter is huge. Um, and Tariq Cohen tore his ACL and he's out for the season. So Better quarterback, making the offense better, more opportunities for all those other players to go around, which, unfortunately, Cohen left. But, I mean, that's good news for guys like Anthony Miller. It's a win-win. And, I mean, thank God Cohen win, got win, that lose. contract. Win-win-win-lose, <laughs> but Cohen got paid, so okay. he doesn't give a crap. <laughs> he just sit at home with his torn ACL. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, so, Chris Godwin's getting an MRI on his hamstring. He left the game, didn't come back. Um I, I, when was the last time that you heard somebody getting an MRI on a hamstring and it being like public knowledge? It's usually when it's really, really bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you're looking at an MRI, you're looking for torn actual damage. So I'm betting he's got a bruised up hamstring and it looks gross. And it's not just a simple little pull. It's not a day one, day two thing. That's not good. No. Does it look like the back years? Poor guy. I mean, he <laughs> probably concussion week two, comes back. Clean bill of health, hamstring. Yeah, I mean that's just the way the NFL this year. So, and it it could be something too that it's like his hamstring sore, maybe his calf sore too. So they're gonna do the whole leg and maybe check the extent of the damage, see if he got a calf strain or something as well. I don't want to freak out about it, but yeah, you're right. It's not often that they come out and say he's getting an MRI. They say hamstring week to week. Right. Um, And then just massive and unfortunate news for the Colts, Michael Pittman had compartment leg syndrome which i'll let Corey explain what the hell that is but it's it's bad enough that he got surgery sunday night and he is out until after week eight okay i was just looking up the colts by week so yeah compartment syndrome right 
if you have it, surgery is something you need immediately. Because it, it's like a blood flow thing, right? Yeah, so you're essentially creating a compartment where blood is not getting to in your whatever extremity. You, it's always it's almost always in an extremity. It's weird to have compartment syndrome in like your core, but it foot, arm, whatever, leg, anywhere. If you have an injury that's either usually due to swelling or something, you're cutting off blood flow. And if you cut off blood flow to oxygen cells, what do we know about that from basic science? They die. If you die and you're in a country that's not going to allow you to do stem cell research and stem cell treatments, you're not getting new blood cells and you're not getting new epithelial cells or skin cells and uh, muscle muscle tissue is going to die. And as this stuff starts rapidly dying, you are at severe risk of losing that limb to stop it from spreading to the rest of your body. Right. So that's what he faced on Sunday evening. That is just... So this isn't your like run-of-the-mill, oh, my kid's got a fever. We got to go to the ER like immediately. This the, is... The weird thing, though, I is I could lose my leg, coach. The weird thing is that it's like so super-duper serious, but then you have surgery and you treat it, and you're back on the field in like a few weeks. Yeah. Like you're, you're rehabbing for strength. You're not rehabbing huge damage. You're really just getting in there, cleaning it up, and saying, oh, you're on your way. Yeah, so, so he looks like four to six weeks. Yeah, Tyler Lockett actually had that at the end of the season last year. He actually ended up staying in L.A. after mm-hmm. a game. Um, but he ended up not having to have surgery on it. So I think having surgery uh, right away is actually a good thing. I think that's part of it, too, is if it's severe enough, or even if you have it at all, you might not be able to fly, whether it's immediately or, or at all, because of the change in altitude. Yeah, right. Blood clots and everything. Yeah. Um, Dallas Goddard got hurt. That's with an good. ankle injury. That's not good for our uh, vampire. Not good for us. No. Probably pretty good for Zach Ertz. It, it, not all, good for all the of, Eagles. <laughs> all of this is just bad for the Eagles because then Deshaun Watson has a hamstring as well. Jackson. He's undergoing um, Deshaun, Jackson. Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Excuse me. Deshaun Hamilton. Screw that guy. Uh, Djax undergoes tests on the hammy, which I think we all kind of knew was going to happen at some point in the season. But we're I was like, surprised they'll be fine because Rager will be there. Yeah. So now down Goddard, down Djax, down Rager. Miles Sanders was hurt at the beginning of the year. I mean, the list. Our second wide side can't on. do a thing. Oh, Alshon Jeffrey might be coming back. He's terrible. Yeah, Alshon was Sorry. hurt. Alshon might it's be coming back. Our second wide side. Our second He is. Uh, he is probably a couple more games away from being put on the practice squad, uh, in my opinion. But yeah. So Zach Ertz. Yeah. Zachary. I mean, he's he's probably the guy. Uh, Greg Ward looked good in uh, he had a big game, yeah. an increased yeah. role. So look at him. He did well last year in his uh, limited time. So yeah, that's true. He's probably got to look at for a short term. Yeah, and so um, it Russell Gage concussion had a protocol. concussion. Yeah, so it, he head injury, um, and they they announced it that he has a concussion protocol. I do just want to shout this out because we got chirped on Twitter by some fool who said, "Oh, nice Russell Gage." Don't don't ever come to us with that when a player gets injured and comes out of the game. That that's yeah. ridiculous. Russell well, Gage was on pace and everything Russell Gage did was massive. So this is huge news for the Falcons. If you say like nice call after somebody got hurt, like you're a loser and an idiot. And yeah. I, I mean that from well, the yeah. bottom of my heart. I did write back saying I mean, we can't project injuries. We're sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> actually, shout out to one of our shelfies who actually also said, grow up, buddy, he got hurt. And then the other guy, the guy that said the comment, tripped back, and they have actually been going back at it. I don't oh, know really? if you've been I watching the Twitter. No, I haven't. Uh, shelfies are swarming. <laughs> Wait, so, or like the Bayhive. <laughs> um, I'll check it out. You guys can keep talking, and I'll let yeah, you know. Okay. That's um, absolutely funny. All right, and maybe listen to the podcast. Maybe at Twelve Bacon Street, Pepperell, Massachusetts. <laughs> Anytime, oh buddy. So this is this is our our friend B Rad at Voy V Y seventy six. 
says <laughs> they're still going at it. He goes, brutal trip, grow up, buddy. He goes, mind your business. B Rad goes, says the guy being a jackass and crybaby at the same time on a public forum. <laughs> uh, I like that guy. Um, B Rad is, is rad. rad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, another guy I think all of us were super high on was Deontay Johnson, who had a concussion. It was actually hilarious. Uh, Dows and I are in a group chat, and we had somebody asked us, Deontay Johnson or Russell Gage? And I think it was like split, 50-50, Deontay Johnson or Russell Gage. And both of them got hurt. So unfortunately, the Steelers are going to be out with, with Deontay Johnson for an extended period of time. I mean, extended, it could be a couple days if he, if he can clear it by Sunday or not. Yeah, I mean, you if you look at it from like a silver lining kind of point of view, you say, okay, well, they got hurt in the early slate of games, so they have like almost an extra day of healing. If you know you want to look at it that way, so they get into protocol early, maybe they can be good to go on Sunday. But you never want to rush back from the concussion. We've seen players try to do it and just well, and the NFL's been very like um, stingent about you know letting guys come back early too. Um, Okay, I'm going to bring this one up. It's not big, but it's just something to note. Reggie Bonifon was promoted from the practice squad. I mean, it makes sense because CMC went down. Um, but just something I wanted people to be aware of because he was, when CMC got hurt at one point last year, I think he stepped in. Um, John Gruden says that he is, quote-unquote, concerned over Henry Ruggs's hamstring injury. Yeah, so, um, so this is a weird good. one, too. Um when he, when he was out this week or wasn't wasn't playing whenever whatever, they announced it as a knee and a hamstring injury, and now he's just concerned about the hamstring, which is like, what was the, what why even mention the knee in the first place? It seems like there's a lot of like, not sh- I don't want to say shady, but like, there's something going on over there. Like, well, they just might not know just, what it is, right? Yeah. And if it's his, if it's his whole leg, it's like, yeah, goodness gracious, because he just had the the injury moving. I don't know if it's the same leg, and now he's having more in, like right. And again, that could be a compensatory issue. You know, you hurt your you hurt your quad, now your hamstring is doing you know working double time. That's actually a good point. If it was the same, leg I don't know hurt. that it is. I'm kind of we'll kind of rolling, you know, running with a an idea here, tugging on a on a thread. But I'd like to know. I'd like to know more <laughs> info. Maybe we'll get Gruden on the line. Let's just. Phone number like one eight hundred Gruden one eight hundred one eight hundred Gruden. He's got a spider Y banana. Spider Y two banana. Um, Jared Cook suffered an ankle injury, um, so I I mean it, I know we were all pretty high on Jared Cook um, as being a good steal tight end towards the later part of the draft, and without Michael Thomas, that doesn't bode well for the struggling Drew Brees. So uh, there's that, um, and then AJ Brown. He's got a knee bruise. Hmm. That's that's not good. So actually, he's been out the last two weeks because of the knee bruise, and then Vrabel came out yesterday and said it's looking worse. Yeah, which I, is terrible news. How do you how do you come back from a knee bruise? I mean, you use your knees a lot. Like it's, I don't know even know so how you let that a, thing heal. A knee bruise is a step down from a knee sprain, and a knee sprain is obviously a te- step right. down from a cartilage tear. Um, so it, 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 it that's going to be actually one. when, when I was, uh, at the doctor, you were there when the doctor was talking about, you know, you could actually have a fracture or break and then they call it a bruise. It's a very similar word for a fracture. So the, he, he very well could have a fractured knee. That I don't know so how that's, painful. I don't know how yeah. you can do that. <laughs> so when you talk well, about a knee bruise, you're talking about your kneecap, which right, is, your, right. it's a patellar contusion and you don't want it. 
I mean, like you said, how do you heal it? You're using it, it to move at all times. Gross. Actually, I think um, uh, didn't uh, Pat Mahomes fracture his kneecap last year, or he separated his kneecap or something like that? I don't know about Pat Mahomes, but I remember Mike Gargis broke his kneecap in uh, high school football, in their, uh, oh. high school soccer rather. Oh, that's a that's and, quite the name. And he was out for a while. <laughs> um, and the last bit of news, Craig, I think you entered it as we kind of started, was that McVeigh came out and said that Henderson's the the starter. Um, who, by the way, I was going to put on the waiver articles, only 77%. So if he's available in your league, small chance that he is, would you drop your entire fab budget for Daryl Henderson right now? So that not, was a question in the back of my mind. I was like, if he was available, do I just drop everything? I would I burn like like 70, 75% of it. Yeah. I would, I would if I need a running back, like, I mean, yeah. yeah, I would never, especially in a year where it's only week three and a ton of people have already fallen. Um, I, I know that there's been crazy fab numbers that we've seen in our leagues go off. Uh, D- uh, Devonta Freeman went for like 60 bucks last week. So I guess really if, if that's what you're looking for and you're a hurting Saquon owner or CMC owner or something like that, sure, 60, I, I guess, seems to be the right number this year. Yeah, if, if that's a skill you're grading on, I want Daryl Henderson more than I want um, Devontae Freeman, like considerably. Yeah. So now, and now if, now if it's me, right. And people are bidding up, uh, Daryl Henderson, I'll go try to grab like Mar- Malcolm Brown for like five bucks and hope he comes back next week. Yeah. I mean, and so, and then this is where you as listeners will have our waiver article up on the website. Um, you know, we encourage you to go over there. We give you more than enough names where if you don't get your bid, you can fall back to somebody else. And we kind of break down our thought process through all that. And we give you a range of, of bids that, that you would potentially uh, spend to get the player. On to hold and fold them. Scotty. You got to know when to hold them, hold, Scotty. Hold, hold or fold AJ Green. Um, I'm holding for one more week, but I'm not starting him at all. I'll check in next week. <laughs> <laughs> then he'll, he'll probably be full in week four. Das. Yeah, I'm holding him. Um, his targets are still there, it's, which is like the problem. But the whole... Bengal offense's targets are up because they're throwing 50 times a game. So I don't really know what to make of it. I'm holding him for now. I got you got to see something soon. Yeah, I I think that he's too big of a name to fold. If anything, I'm trying to trade him um, and try and get at least something, maybe maybe a dart throw kind of guy. Um, yeah, if you could find that kid in your league that like maybe doesn't watch so much football. Yeah, I mean, just do it for a full back. All of our dart throws this week. I mean, yeah, he, he you, you like playing with an older guy. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll want AJ Green because of the name. Um, but that's where I'm at with them. All right. I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm, I'm just getting ahead of it now. The, the, the writing's on the wall. Um, um, if I can go get myself one of those running backs, a Miles Gaskin or a Daryl Henderson, or if I can get an Adrian Peterson, if I can go and get myself the number one running back on a team, I will cut AJ Green for that player. I agree. But based on where you drafted Green, you probably have a more droppable guy like, if you had if you had Saquon Barkley and AJ Green oh, yeah. and Daryl Henderson's out there, I'm cutting AJ Green to go yeah. get myself Daryl Henderson. I mean, there there is a point in time where you are getting diminishing returns, and that's been happening with AJ Green for the last two years. So, I I would just get ahead of it. And again, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, no, I, um, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, Deshaun Watson, one quarterback league. I'm I'm I'm. I want to cut him, but I'm probably still going to hold Deshaun Watson just in case something can happen. I don't feel great about this, though. I mean, and he is he's very much on the verge of, of being cut for me. 
There was a little glimmer of hope last week against Pittsburgh, which is a pretty good defense. So I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to hold on to him. But he he you should have another quarterback on your team at this point. So I was actually thinking about this earlier. So far, the Texans this year have played the Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Steelers. None of those are like a, a, a walk through team. Those are three solid squads. So I'm gonna hold them based on who he's played. I'm not gonna hold them based on what he's done. Of course, it hasn't been impressive, but I think he can turn it around. He's got the Vikings next week, who don't necessarily have the best defense in the world. So if he can't do it next week, well, then he plays the Jaguars. So I'm going to go ahead and hold him for two weeks, but that's we'll, it. We will revisit the show. But you should be shopping him heavily. Yeah, yeah, we'll be playing a roller coaster with Deshaun this year. Huh? Well, I think I, I I will say that if you're going to hold Deshaun, you probably just have to hold him. So, Scotty, what are you doing with Deshaun? I'm holding him. One QB league, too. Which, okay. I mean, he's quarterback 13 right now. So he's just outside of the top 12. And, again, he's faced some pretty good teams. Yep. So, yeah, I'm going to hold him to see. All right, you're going to hold or fold Jarvis Landry? Hold. I'm holding, but, again, he's like an A.J. Green. But I, mean, I trust him more than A.J. Green because I know what he's done in his past. He's a consistent PPR guy. But we've seen the last two weeks with the Browns being up because their defense is, is great. So they just had to run the ball. So the targets aren't there for him or even Odell, too. Baker didn't throw it a lot. So I'm going to hold him, but if – probably not going to start him um week four i might start him week four i know we're not going to start sit but we're doing hold and fold i'm definitely holding him might start at the cowboys they have not looked good Ooh, okay i'll take that back now <laughs> yeah so so i would think to you know it's an obvious hold for myself you know i've liked driver screen all off season and i think that there's going to be so you know, something's got to give on this offense and i think that they recognize you know stefanski's not uh, kitchens, he, he will be able to write the ship uh, as far as getting an offense that's going to be able to produce. And you saw it in the second half that, you know, they're just going to go run, run, run. And I think that they'll start that out and and maybe do some more short passes. You know, you get more Austin Hooper involved, something like that. I think that's really what the recipe should be for them. So I'm definitely holding on to Landry. Yeah, I, I am as well. Um, PPR monster. And we saw that team was successful when Jarvis and Baker were on the same page. Ronald Jones. I, I hate I hate I hate to have Ronald Jones shares, but if I do, I'll keep them for now. Yep. I'm I'm holding them. I mean Fournette wasn't Just skip Craig. Oh sorry, Just I didn't know we were doing, we're doing a circle thing. <laughs> I was just like, I can't wait to say something about Ronald Jones. Right, Craig, you go ahead. Well, I'll I'll add a wrinkle. I back. think Craig was the one who even put him in. Too, I did I did funny. I did put him in. Um and he did have a, a you know a more carries than Fournette, but at that he still didn't even have much. So if, if he's getting more than Fournette and still not really showing up in the stat sheet, I will drop Ronald Jones for the Daryl Hendersons and the and the Miles Gaskins, you know, the APs that you had mentioned. Like that I'm I'm sorry, I'm not going to hold on hope for a back that's been in the league for three years that hasn't been able to show up on the stat sheet. Yep. Okay. It's a good thing you went first. That's exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. Um I'd, I would fold him for like a Daryl Henderson, but I'm not gonna really fold him flat out. I wanna hold him mostly as a backup to Fournette. He's almost a handcuff at this point. And like if you're the same way that you roster Tony Pollard, if Zeke goes down, I'm going to roster Ronald Jones if Fournette gets hurt because then he's got a full um, full workload just going to him. There's nobody else there that really worries me. Dare Agumboale or whoever the hell else. That was pretty good. He's not there anymore, but oh, there you go. pretty good. That's how we're relevant that's the, the rest of the backfield is. Then he had a couple touches. Again, that's how, how deep this backfield is. Yeah, I'm going to hold him. I mean, he was a lead back last week. Um, him and Fournette have been switching off each week, so I'm going to to see who's actually going to come out in that backfield 
Mike Williams, Scotty. Michael Williams. Um, With Justin Herbert as a quarterback now, old fold Mike Williams. I think there's better options. I'm going to fold Mike Williams. Um, I mean, I know in a lot of my leagues, he was hurt to start the year, so he was a free agent in, I think, even our our um, home league. And with Allen getting 19 targets and there's still Hunter Henry there, Eckler's getting 11 targets with Herbert. Williams is a big play guy. He's going to have those big plays, those big games, but um, I just don't know if I can trust him because I'm not going to start him. Right. And I'd rather have, like we always said, those running backs in the waiver article instead of him. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to fold him as well. I mean, two points the last two weeks, not a ton of targets to go to going his way, and he picked up a hamstring injury. There are better guys out there that are going to be on the field that have a chance at cracking your starting lineup than Mike Williams. Oh, he had a hammy too? Yeah. Because he had re-aggravated his AC, AC sprain too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's a definite hold for me. Um, he hasn't been able to do anything, and it, it's it's a it's a rookie quarterback right now playing. And I can't remember what was the stat line in week one. Nine targets, four catches, sixty nine nice yards. So he he did he did okay with Tyrod Taylor. That's fine. Um, but you know until he comes back, I don't really think that there's a point to roster someone like him. And like you just said, he reaggravated his AC joint, the same AC joint that uh, IR Tyrell Williams for the year. So if he's battling that and now leg injuries. Yeah, and the the one thing with the AC joints too is like if they don't fully heal and you go and re-aggravate it, it's like very clear as day. Like your shoulder still isn't intact. Um, I I I I fold the Mike Williams simply on the fact they told me he was going to be out for December, and here he has played three weeks. Um, but if I still have Mike Williams, I think I'm going to let him go. T. Y. Hilton, I threw him in there. I'm I'm holding T. Y. And this is a this is a hard hold for me. Um, I'm a Ty guy this year. This this year though, so Craig. yeah. My, um, I don't know if this helps or hurts Ty Hilton, but Michael Pittman also being down. Um, I, I mean, I'm holding Hilton. Um, I, I don't know what the outlook is, and it, 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 it's actually kind of sad that we're talking about it this early. Well, um, okay. And so before we go to Dow's, Dow's actually mentioned this on the last podcast. I, I don't know if you remember, Craig. I think Dallas is trying to convince himself to get off the T.Y. I, we're all like, Dallas, don't jump off a bridge yet. It's just, okay. T- it's like, Paris Campbell goes down. I'm like, T.Y., huge roll. Nah, nothing. Michael Pittman goes down now. T.Y., huge roll. I see myself next next week sitting here going, nope. Nope. <laughs> this guy, dude, 7.3, 4.3, 6.7, and half point PBR. Those are not startable numbers, even in my flex. Like, so what? What do I do? I shop them. Nobody wants them. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's impossible. It's, it, it shouldn't even be a hold and fold. It's impossible to fold the guy and just drop him flat out. But you need to move on from Ty Hilton. And you need to sell him. Well, I mean, at some point, and and this is why we do this segment, right? Because at some point, just cut your losses. Oh, I mean, if you if we hit so, week six and he hasn't scored over seven and a half points. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest the sell right now. Like, let's move on from it because, you, like you said, you know, Pittman is out. Um, you know, he could he could have that one week. When when you have that week, you're you're able to move on from a little bit more. I mean, if he has another down week, I mean, his value is the same as it was this week. So, um, don't sell so low on a guy and get nothing. Um, maybe there's a Ty Hilton fan or a Colts fan out there. I don't know. On in your league, you can go for that. But Scotty, what are you doing with Ty? Holding him. I mean. Last week, we saw him up by so much that that's why he had a bad week. 
in my mind. Philip Rivers only threw the ball 21 times. They were up. They didn't have to toss it to him. But I think they're getting more comfortable with each other. And they're going to be in games where they're going to be tied or down. Um, so he he's a hold, but I, I mean Dow, I do agree. It's it's definitely con- concerning though. You know what's concerning? Just having him for thirty six bucks a year <laughs> in Dynasty, three hundred dollar budget, and you get him for thirty six dollars for the next three years. I'd buy him from you, but not at that price tag. Well, I have uh, seven dollars that I can afford to eat because <laughs> I'm paying the full three hundred luxury tax. Um, Scotty Christian Kirk. Hold, whole full Christian Kirk been dropped by twenty two thousand Yahoo teams. I'm with those teams. I think I'm folding Kirk. I mean, didn't we just fold him in one league? Uh, or we were talking about like we were talking about why not fold him? He, he's out now and like he hasn't yeah. done anything. Uh, I mean, Isabella sh- showed up this week, so who says that he's not going to come out week four and you know be the the second guy to, to Hopkins? Mm-hmm. And Kirk's just you know the third seat and you know they have Larry Fitz still there so he's a fold yeah he's a he's a fold for me and I'm a big Kirk guy and I hate to say it and do it to him but he's hurt and he hasn't performed when he's been healthy so fold yeah I'm I'm agreement and I wouldn't be surprised if at some point week eight nine he becomes the guy um you know behind Hopkins that you know is able to produce flex worthy numbers but right now I, I can't trust him wow yeah, I'm a fold on Kirk. I just, I got to see something before I can uh, keep him. All right, real quick one. Carry on, Johnson. I'm a fold. Oh. I'm a fold. Yeah, I'm a fold. That's a gross fold. backfield to be a part of right <laughs> yeah. now. Unless what you're I, AP. Let's yeah. do it one more time. DeAndre Swift, hold, fold. I'm a fold. Fold right now. Fold. Fold. Not, and, not, and, and not in redraft leagues. My starting running back, damn it. <laughs> not, even one, not even one carry. Yeah, no thank you all. Um, all right, we're gonna go into the buy low, sell high. Oh, Tom, <laughs> this is funny. Would you like to start us off? <laughs> so I'm I'm buying low, Ty Hilton. Um, well, boy, do I have a bridge to sell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think Dows and I are gonna be making a trade later. Um, that nets me Ty Hilton. Me and Dows uh, have a trade to make later up, too. Uh, freeze up some some cap space for him. Um, here's the thing with Ty is. You know, again, it, and, and it's really to echo what Scotty said earlier. It's 21 attempts by Philip Rivers uh, in the game versus the Jets. the The volume just hasn't been there because it doesn't need to be. Now take away another pass catcher. The return return of Jack Doyle um, may erase Mo Alley Cox a little bit. I think that Ty gets back on track with Philip Rivers. Everything in Philip Rivers' past suggests that T.Y. Hilton is like the perfect wide receiver for him in that offense. And I don't want to hit the panic button, but I know people are, like Corey. That's why I so drafted him So I want to approach high, them. That, and- <laughs> that exact point is why I drafted him where I drafted him in redraft leagues. I mean, not so much uh, Dynasty. That had already happened, but right. Andrew Luck related. Um, <laughs> but you're yeah. right. I mean, T.Y. is the guy that he's Keenan Allen. He should be fine, but he hasn't been. So, no, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, all right, Scotty. All right, my buy candidate is Kenyon Drake, Sir Drake of the Arizona Cardinals. Um, pretty m- less than average start of the uh, season. 14 points, then 12, then 8.9 last week. So he's, you know, he's going down. But he has at least 16 attempts in the first three games. Only one touchdown 
no more than two targets per game. I see I see the targets going up. The biggest thing is Kyler Murray threw three picks last week, letting the Lions come back in the game. I think the Cardinals are going to look at that and say, you know, let's slow down. Let's give the guy that we're paying in Drake the ball more. And, you know, we're big Kirk drop guys. So, you know, I think he's in the passing game a little more even when Kirk comes back. But you drafted this guy in the early second round. I think um, if the owners are, are panicking, you can easily trade like a wide receiver two or three for him and he can, you know, come back and give you those 18 to 20 point games like he did last season yeah i had him as my uh my my secondary one if you guys didn't accept my first but my first one was uh jerry judy if you don't accept <laughs> i'm just kidding no. damn it <laughs> uh, perfect but no if you can go out and get jerry judy i i 100 think that you should he's had a few weeks now 7.6 8.2 8 even and those aren't what you hope for and a lot of people are probably panicking about his quarterback situation I think he's going to be pretty consistent around that 10-point range. He's getting the targets. He hasn't necessarily converted all of them into receptions. Some of it's the quarterback. Some of it's him. He's got a couple drops on the season. But the one big thing to look at is he hasn't found the end zone yet. If he finds the end zone in any of these games, we're looking at him as a, as a much, much higher-ranked uh, wide receiver. rather. And you add all this in, you go out and trade for him. The week that you grab him, he's playing the Jets. If there's a better opportunity to score a touchdown, I don't know what, what it is than that. So... For me, I'm going to trade Judy. I'm going to, or I'm going to try to acquire Judy, rather. I'm going to trade for him. Um, I think people are probably down on him from what they expected him to do, and you might be able to get a desperate coach, owner, whatever. Fantasy player in your league. <laughs> that, there you go. All right, my buy low is Anthony Miller. Uh, and this is because of the exact same thing that we've been talking about all night, and that is that Nick Foles is now the head uh, quarterback <laughs> calling the plays. I uh, wish he was the head coach. His Matt Nagy sucks. Um, don't want to beat a dead horse. I, I, I know that you know we've talked about it a lot, but um, you know I'm sure Bears fans wouldn't stop me. Trubisky is now out the door, and they they finally going to have a competent quarterback. It almost could be shades of what we saw last year with Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> okay, this I'm sorry, this bug is it's not invincible. dying. <laughs> I have smashed it. I'm it's really a stink bug. It, it don't <laughs> don't kill it. It landed <laughs> on me as I was talking. Uh, apparently, uh, they don't want me to continue Corey on. swatted it twice out of midair, and nothing's happened. Flicked it. Craig's flicked it. All right, so just, it might be the just a quick... We, we have a stink bug just in the studio, in the studio, and it's just hilarious to watch. Uh, but go on. Sorry, Craig. Yeah. Mr. Trubisky's a stink bug. Um, so Sounds about right. Anthony Miller is a, is a guy that's entirely viable. Uh, there's so many you know things that you could offer for him, and I think that... Uh, Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller are both going to succeed better with Nick Foles. And, and I think that the days of seeing Matt Nagy's offense crumble are over. Uh, so my sell high is Devin Singletary. Uh, why I have that is because he had this entire week uh, on his own without Zach Moss in. He had 140, no, excuse me, 121 all-purpose yards, which is a pretty good number. And I know a lot of people that, um, you know, a lot of people like Devin Singletary, and, and Devin Singletary owners have been kind of uh, unfortunately unhappy the first two weeks because Zach Moss has really kind of got into um, you know his his work. And I don't know how long Zach Moss is going to be out for, but when they were on the field together, it was a split backfield. So I'd say sell, sell whatever you can on Singletary now, get another running back. Maybe it's Daryl Henderson. His outlook looks better right now. If you can get Daryl Henderson for Devin Singletary, a thousand percent do it. And it's a doable trade. <laughs> I don't think it is, but 
my so high. It's <laughs> <laughs> I back how, Craig. How is it back. not a doable trade? I mean, Daryl Henderson is, is is someone. Yeah, his outlook looks better, but he you know no, was I'm in just, a shared back. I'm just as well. I'm just teasing you. Corey, who are you selling high? My sell high is Justin Jefferson. I touched on it in our last podcast. I wanted to just follow up on it now. Uh, nine targets, seven catches, 175 yards, and a touchdown is not really what he's going to do week in and week out. If you can sell him off of 27 points, I think he regresses back towards like a nine to 10 point a game guy. And right now his value is super high. Also, if you can go ahead and look at the matchups, he faces Houston, Seattle, and Atlanta all in a row. Sell those matchups. Yo, he's going to, dude, he's going to get 27 a week for the next four weeks. All right, give Fine. me uh, an RB1. Yeah, find find the guy who likes all the rookies. I would trade him for uh, Kenyon Drake straight up right now. Beef Tully. I mean, I don't think well, I if I could acquire that. Kenyon Drake, I mean, I would do that too. Yeah, but, good luck. I mean, talk about <laughs> a, talk about an unrealistic trade. Hey, yeah. I mean, you're getting Daryl Henderson for Devin Singletary. Oh boy, uh, Scotty, who are you selling? Not that far past. All right, my sell high is Jarek McKinnon, um, mainly just because the point that Craig brought up last podcast with uh, Jeff Wilson. I mean. This guy's involved in the offense. People are going to look at McKinnon and say, well, he has 13 points, 13 points, 16 points. Like, that's an RB2. But he's three carries, three carries, and then 14 carries for 2.7 yards per carry. He's a big, he has to have that big play or that touchdown. And with Mostert, I'm not sure what he is. Is he back next week? If he's back in two weeks, regardless, Mostert's going to be back. Coleman's going to be back at some point. Wilson's there. Debo's cu- coming back too. Ayuk's running the ball. Sell McKinning right now because even if all those guys go down, he's going to get hurt too. So, I mean, he already has a hamstring injury too. So, if you can sell this guy, do it now or else it's far too late. Um, yeah. And, the, and it kind of the same thought process for my sell. And I think everybody would have picked a sell if I didn't put it in first, but that's Sony Michelle. Um, Sony the sell. Uh, it, it, it's more or less find the guy's big week and then try and get rid of it because if you wait a week too long, like with McKinnon, and McKinnon could good, very easily go out next week, have a dud of a week, and you lost all value. Oh, yeah, you're screwed. So, like, I'm looking at Sony, and I'm going, I will take literally anyone who's getting snaps right now, <laughs> like, and I would try to just get rid of Sony as much as possible. James White's coming back. I think James White is prototypical type of running back for the offense the Pats are trying to run. You saw what Burkhead did. Burkhead really isn't an overly talented running back. So I think once um, James White comes back, all of that is James White and, and Sony Michelle just evaporates like water. And Damian Harris will be back soon too. So Oh, and God knows, just God knows what, what he's going to do. But if he's, <coughs> Dude, he's Damian be, Harris, dude? Right. Probably like two, 300 touches, maybe three, 4,000 yards. All right. That's about it. <laughs> um, like floor. All right. So now it's the uh, – Quit, quit playing games in my heart. Quit playing games. Do you want to go last? I can go last. Yeah, Tom has yeah. I mean, it's not going to be overly long, but I'll oh, go last. Again. We're going to get Craig style. <laughs> I want down. Two and a half minutes. We get a fast forward later. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. I'll go with mine. Mine's the Broncos and all their injuries. So every time there's a positive thing with the Broncos, something happens and they go down. So Sutton c- comes back. Great. Lock goes down. Driscoll's there. At least he is Sutton. Sutton goes down next week. At least Driscoll's decent. He's going to have you know a good game with Hamler and Judy. Judy gets hurt. Driscoll gets hurt. They're on their fourth or fifth quarterback now. I mean, Blake Bortles probably is the quarterback n- next week. So, um, 
and knock on wood, I hope it d- d- does not happen, but Melvin Gordon has not gotten hurt yet, but he's the next Bronco to do so because of what's happening right now. Yeah, don't, you, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I love Melvin, too, but um, yeah, the Broncos. Alrighty, my uh, stop playing with my emotions is the entire Falcons team. Um, they are just like record-settingly bad at closing out games, and that's it's a good deal if it's on the defense. But if the offense would just keep scoring points, that'd be fantastic. They come out to these big leads. You know, you've got Matty Ice looking good. Todd Gurley's running the ball. You got their receivers doing their thing. I think Ridley had almost all of his damage in the first half and then disappeared. So let's finish some games out, boys. Let's see some second half performances. Let's see you close out a fourth quarter with a couple touchdowns going around. And let's actually catapult these fantasy players into even higher territories or some actually like legitimately, I don't know, powerful quarterback territory. Matt, Matt Ryan most is what I'm looking at. He hasn't been as good as you expected him to be this year. You need to see him step it up, especially in the fourth quarter. You, you need to look at this field and go, okay, the defense is blowing this. They're letting up points to the Bears. They're letting up points to the, the Cowboys. We're going to just go outscore them. Screw it. Got to see it. So this uh, this entire segment is actually inspired by the movie Friday. And it's uh, you play with my money is like playing with my emotions, Smokey. And that's uh, that's big perm. So so you don't you don't want to play with my money. And that and that's that's mine is the Cowboys and and Dak Prescott. I have in multiple leagues, and I mean multiple leagues. I'm talking three leagues as my quarterback this year. And I, I I'm I'm watching him throw up like nine points in the first half. And and you know even in the Atlanta game, it was it was looking pretty bad and and grim at one point. And for whatever reason, the Cowboys just want to tug on my heartstrings all game. And, and, you know, the second half, they show up, they do well, they give me some fantasy points for Dak. You know, that's all well and good. But I would really like to have a comfortable Sunday, and, and it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case with Dak at quarterback. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm trying to send Corey a trade so Ooh. we can accept something live on air. I don't think that's going to happen because I'm going to talk for a monologue. So if, if you guys want to, uh, you know, shut off now. TopShellFantasy.com. <laughs> no, okay. So I have been on Adam Gase since the, the minute he came into the NFL. No, you. Um, and I started to buy into Lev Bell very hard this year because I, when you look at Lev Bell's volume, when you look at his stats, he was RB17. He was very close to being an RB1. I said basically... If you look at what, what he did last year, give him two, three more touchdowns, he's an RB1. That's why I was starting to buy into Lev Bell, and I was like, even Adam Gase really can't be this. Adam Gase can be that stupid. <laughs> so Chris Mortensen comes out and reports. So the Jets fans held the protest of the fire Adam Gase talk. Like, it was trending on Twitter for a while and everything. So the fans are very visually upset. Colin Coward, Coward? Coward, Coward. Coward. <laughs> came out and said that he has sources that if the Jets lose on Thursday, Gase is fired immediately after. They've already started calling coaches. They've already started making lists for who their next thing is. Stop messing with me <laughs> because they play the injury-riddled Broncos. If there was ever a game the Jets were going to win this year, it would be this one. And Adam Gase is likely going to keep his job because the Broncos kept getting hurt. Yeah, and don't do don't play with my heart. 
And you hear right away. <laughs> fire Adam Gase. Right away today, they say Jameson Crowder should play, and then Denzel Mims could be activated, and like all these players so could be coming off. Is, is Lev Bell would be possible? No, not yet. He Lev needs Bell one more has week. one more week. Uh, Lev Bell is not even eligible because uh, he put him on IR. And and Chris Johnson, who is the the Jets owner, yeah, and I think they most notably call him Woody Johnson. Um, he he came oh. out and did say that anything is kind of possible, and he's even hinted at like we're looking at things right now. So between Chris Mortensen and Colin uh, Coward, Adam Gase is on the hot so, seat. Question though, who's out there for coaches right now? There's not much that I know of. I'm trying to think of who's been fired recently. Uh, Rex who's, Ryan, baby, no, bring him back. No, 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 no. boy. <laughs> who is um, Z- not Zimmer? Who, who, who is before Zimmer? Who is the guy from Minnesota before Zimmer? Why well, I can't I think of his name? Singletary? That was like 100 years ago. That's why I can't think yeah. of his name. No, the I, guy that was went 7-7 seven, seven, like for, forever. I mean, 8-8 uh, eight eight for forever. You mean Jeff Fisher? Jeff Fisher. He wasn't from Minnesota. No, you're so. thinking about oh, the he's Rams. Oh, he's from he's the Rams. The Rams. Right. Oh, I'd be fine with that. He ran the ball like a thousand times. Yeah, I'll take Jeff Fisher. I'll take Jeff Fisher. Because you know, Sam Darnold sucks. He did just start doing commercials, so he might be trying to get back in the old money game. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. I mean, if if we had to predict anything, I would very much predict it just to be the offensive coordinator. Yeah, promotion from OC to right. and, and then you just let it go next year because there's going to be college head coaches that they're going to want to take a look at as well. Um, okay, so that is our hold, fold, buy low, sell high, stop playing with my emotion, did a little bit of news. That That is week three. We'll be heading into week four. So we have our waiver article going up tomorrow. So you guys got to get in there and, and get your bids going. You're oh, damn yeah. right, boy. Yeah. Any, right, anybody so. dropping a quick 50? Not on anyone this week. Corey's going to say no, but he's going to. I yeah. wouldn't tell you if I was. If if you overbid by your max by like $25, I'm going to screenshot it and put it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Please. I mean, I encourage it because I think it'd be entertaining. I don't think I'm bidding on anybody this week. I didn't have any. It's, it's I, no, I didn't have any injuries, so I don't really know what I'm gonna do. But I like my squads. They just suck. I like them, but they suck. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a quiet <laughs> week as far as waivers go. I think. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Well, it's halftime, and uh, and Baltimore's getting their asses handed to them. Mahomes so. is throwing a couple bullets. He's looking nice. Oh, and he wants to. Four total touchdowns. And Lamar Cole almost had another one he dropped in the end zone. And Lamar looks bad. He's yeah. getting like, he's getting exposed right now. So they're going. They're sit, the, the thing is, they're right sitting now. in cover two, and they're just like they've got a they're not a QB spy, but they got quarterback contain on them, and they're just like get outside us, and he can't do it. Yeah, he keeps rolling out, and he can't get on the outside. And they're challenging him with his arm. Is Lamar maybe not as fast as we thought, Mike? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> All right, Tony. And for that, we're Top Shell Fantasy. TopShellFantasy.com. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Top Shelf, FN, Top Shelf Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.